0: I like to put on YouTube and watch like a 30-minute documentary, which is crazy. It can take months to fully finish a project. As long as people are thinking it's funny, then I'm like, okay, I'm doing something
1: right. Hey everyone, this is Sarah Ashley Simon, and welcome to Real Gems. In this week's episode, we sit down with a creative force in the art of short-form storytelling, who is widely recognized for her comedic impressions and short-form content that is sure to make you laugh. And hey, she makes it all work out for her. Please welcome Yasmin. Yasmin, it's so great to have you. Thanks for having me. I, you know what? I it's so different seeing you like in regular form because I'm so used to seeing you in like a bunch of wigs.
0: Yeah, people like a lot of people when they see me in real life, they're, they they kind of like squint their eyes because I do wigs. I do the Jasper eyes, <laughs> and so they like they'll see me and they're like, "Are you Yasmin?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I know, but I kind of like it because I feel like. It's like um, kind of like a Hannah Montana moment. Like mm. in real life, a lot of people don't recognize. I mean, yeah, people don't recognize me. Recognize yeah. me, so I can still keep like a little bit of myself when I'm off the camera. Yeah, and
1: keep like <laughs> my characters. The, like the mysteriousness to it. Yeah, yeah. But what's like very, I guess what's been a mystery to me that I'm actually very curious to know is like, how did you get into all of it? Because I the first uh, shorts that I came across mm-hmm. for you. So there's several. There was like the person who peaked in high school. Mm-hmm. The Jasper one, I think, was the one I laughed the hardest. Because like, first of all, I gotta, I'm got. i going to ask you about how you do the eye stuff and all oh, that. Um, <laughs> and then the other one was, it, I, I don't know. Oh, it was about like the 2000s rom-com, I think, mm-hmm. where it's like, the guy with the popular girl and then the other girl comes and you had like your, your converse with your dress and you had the sign that says, I love you and like all that stuff. And I'm like, yo, that's so real. But like, what made you want to get into all this content creation?
0: I, well, I started off as an actor. First off, I always wanted to do like YouTube and like Mm -hmm. longer form. I was like part of that generation where like YouTube was really popping off and it was like basically a big, form of entertainment Mm -hmm. um so i started i wanted to get into that and then but i've always been an actor so i've always been doing plays i've been doing um trying to trying to get on like television and movies and i did did a lot of indie stuff um so i went to school for that and then um went to school in la and i was like okay i'm gonna stay in la i'm gonna do like hit the ground running thinking that it's so easy oh my god i'll just book a roll and then they'll be fine but it's not that easy so i was struggling for a good like two two years uh living in this like tiny ass apartment um i don't know if i can yeah yeah okay, you, can. Okay, okay, you okay. can so yeah living in this like tiny apartment um just like always on like that i hate <laughs> grind always <laughs> on. just like always just like trying to hustle i had like four jobs and then, but I always, always, always wanted to make my own content because mm. I like having control on what I want to put out yeah. and just having something where like I can be creative and experiment and write. I like love to write. Um, and then the pandemic hit, uh, classic story for a lot of creators. So I finally, I lost like two of my jobs. So I finally had time and the space to create and make videos because uh, like both of my roommates moved out during the pandemic. So I had like the apartment to myself for like a little bit. Um, and so I started making these videos and I see all these people popping up on TikTok. I was like, yeah, I get, let me try this <laughs> out. Like, I want to get famous off of TikTok. Um, and then so I just started making these comedy videos, just super, super random. One video, I put my, like, arms through my, like, sweater holes, yeah. um, and I was, like, walking like a crab. That got viral, um, and I was like, oh, I don't want people to remember me like this. <laughs> so I kept um, experimenting and finding kind of my niche and what I like to do, and then I finally, like, hit it with, uh, I did a series of going back home um, and acting like, that cool kid from like basically like a Gilmore Girls moment, okay. um, and that got super viral. So I was like, oh wow. Um, so I started building off of that, finding my audience, and I started experimenting with um basically different like television tropes and um stuff that I grew up with. So like a lot of my content is nostalgia based mm-hmm. because I grew up watching a lot of television. So, um it paid off. I I make my content based on the stuff I watched when I was a
1: kid. Yeah, and and you've been getting you've been like it, there, there's definitely like specific categories mm-hmm. and specific things that like you do, you repeat it, but obviously yeah. like not back to back. Like the Jasper, the La La Land song. Oh, I feel yeah. like you own Demi Lovato's La La Land Jenny. song at this point, <laughs> you know. Talk to us a little bit about that. Why did you pick that song specifically?
0: It's just, like, the most, like, I'm not like other girls type of song. So I, I I unironically love that song. When that song released, like, that was my song. I felt like I was that kind of girl who would wear Converse with my dress. Like, I thought I was so rebellious and different. And so... I like heavily fucked with that song. And then I got older and you re-listen to it and you're like, the song's kinda like, cringe." it's like, <laughs> like I would be like, oh, it's like it's kinda, you know, fishy. but it's still it's still a hit, And so I made that trope of like, I'm not the other I'm not like other girls. I wear Converse with my dresses. And I of course had to use La La Land. Um and then it just like it popped off. And I feel like it's also that like, a lot of girls can relate to going through that phase when you felt like the other girl and you felt like you were weird and quirky and no one understands you. So it really resonated with a lot of... Um, a lot of people who were like oh my god this was me and this was also my song <laughs> still is i still bump to it
1: oh uh, no it's so it was funny because like i haven't heard that song in a long time so when it hit i was like oh my god i remember this yeah. because like i grew up i we're probably on the same age or close but, like i grew up around that era too and like uh, Raven Simone, uh, uh, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, like those Disney kids. Oh my God, no. And so when I heard that, I was like, oh wow, this takes me back. Isn't
0: that crazy? I feel like that's something that I kinda, I really do like about uh, videos I make. It's like people, they're like, wow, I haven't heard that song in years. Or I forgot about this song or moment in pop culture. So it's cool to kinda help revive that.
1: Yeah. Did you, uh, did you practice the knees? Like, cause when you do it. (laughs) A little bit,
0: I don't know. I was also a dancer. So I I do naturally have strong knees. So like I would, I just started doing it. Um, And then people are like, are your knees okay? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I've had, yeah, I've had a lot of practice with dancing. grateful
1: for that you're you're lucky I, what I like to call them is you have the Megan the stallion knees oh my god I do not because I if I get too low to a certain point it stops anywhere more I'm down like I can't get back up I
0: feel you I mean no that's really an honor so thank thank you
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put it on here yeah. Megan the stallion knees <laughs> but then so then the other one that you're part of it uh, that you're known for mm-hmm. is the Jasper uh, the jasper face yeah. so what like how did you get into that and then also like it's a very like i don't know it's just the way that you hold your face it's like very consistent and it's really funny and like that's another thing too like did you have to like watch the video and watch twilight and then like try and get it
0: don't know i watched <laughs> twilight had this pop off on TikTok with a streaming service um like started streaming the series and so i was watching twilight i was a he- such a big fan of the movies when i was growing up um so i was watching the movies and there was it actually started off with edward because edward mm-hmm. had this line in the movie where he's like it's the fluorescence when bella realizes um he has um like his eyes change color mm-hmm. um and at at first I made the face using Edward and then I kept watching it and I was like oh Jasper's kind of weird too. So I transferred that over to Jasper and I feel like it resonated more with Jasper because he just natural I mean like like that's his whole thing like yeah. he's holding himself back which makes no sense for being a vampire for how many years <laughs> surrounded with the family of vegetarians, I don't know. That's another podcast we can get into. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, like, uh, like exaggerated his face and, like, really tensed up my body. And people, yeah, people love it. It's, like, one of my favorite characters to do. Um, and I, I love – I mean, I can't do – I don't know when this is going to be released, but, like, because of the strike, I can't do too many Twilight stuff, so it kind of sucks, but um, – yeah, it's just one of my favorite. ones.
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was that was when I like definitely laughed out loud. I forget which one specifically, but I mean I've seen all of them. But like that was the one I was like laughing hysterically, oh, and wow. I was just like, oh my god, because I I mean like once again, I grew up with Twilight, so I was like, I get it. Exactly. Especially when you did the baseball scene, I uh, was like, that was yeah, that was such a random scene in the movie. It like,
0: was
1: so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just like. God, there's just so many questions but well,
1: let me not get into it <laughs> I mean, it's like movies in general there's so many so many questions but uh I guess another question I have for you mm-hmm. is like you came to LA mm-hmm. it wasn't hidden for you when it came to certain acting things mm-hmm. now that you have developed a following for social media and the content that you're doing how has that helped you on the acting front
0: I feel like I've definitely gotten more experiences. Um, so I've been, it's weird. It's still a little weird for mm. a lot of creators because you have a platform and you have a reach and like um, like you get recognized and you get invited to these events, but um, it doesn't, a lot of like casting directors and executives don't fully grasp. I feel like they don't fully trust a lot of creators Mm. to bring them on these million dollar projects, which makes sense because a lot of people, like they don't have the training or um, never been in front of a camera and like stuff like that. So I, it's like, I get it, but it's also it, it's like, it's a new wave of media that people still need to get used to. Mm-hmm. And there's so many times where I would be watching, you know, YouTube or TikTok for hours versus television. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's yeah, it's just like a new form of entertainment in um, Hollywood is old so like uh, people are like a lot of people are afraid of change and I would say like it has helped me so like I've gotten into spaces with these amazing casting directors and like uh actors and entertainers and even just like making those connections it's just like being on their mind because Mm -hmm. sometime in the future when like I release a script or I finally get like a really good role, but they'll see that and they'll make the connection like, oh my God, like I remember meeting her. She has like, she's doing really good and she can also act. So let me bring her on a project and stuff like that. So I feel like it's definitely more of a slow burn in this industry, but it's faster than how I used to be um, back when I was just auditioning, auditioning, auditioning and with like no numbers or platform and like nothing was hitting. So it's like, it does require patience, but it's still, I mean, it's it's been amazing and like all the opportunities I've gotten and all the amazing people I've connected with.
1: Does it also, I mean, well, we don't have to dive too much into it, mm-hmm. but like, does it also kind of like help you on the financial side so then you can really focus on like the projects that you want for acting?
0: Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> yes, it's really been a blessing um, being able to make a living off of it um, because I also do like, um, I like to create music and I mm-hmm. also like like to create vid- like music videos for the music. So it's, it's nice having... Yeah, just the stability to be able to fund these bigger projects that I also want to like get up off from the ground. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's it's nice because it's like when you get an audition, I used to have to try to you know switch with co workers and like organize. I work till then, and then I have to go home and do this audition that's due tomorrow morning versus now. Like, I have, wh- like, oh, so much free time, and I don't have to worry about clocking out, or if I book something, I'm going to have to, you know, reschedule, and then I'm worried about, like, okay, if I book this, the money might not be that good, but I also have a credit, you know, like, all, like, that, like, nitty-gritty stuff, so, yeah, it's been it's been helping me out so much.
1: What is kind of, like, the, the, the misconception, because you, you come from, obviously, when it comes to acting, mm-hmm. it's... Still in in a very traditional form, yeah. Right, yeah. What do you feel like? It doesn't necessarily have to be Hollywood, but it could just be the acting world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What do you feel like is the misconception that the acting world has about content creation? Ooh,
0: that's a good question. I feel like a lot of people think, I like people, or the misconception is that um, they loop. Content creators as they're all like influencers who just post pictures and um, do like simple like the easiest dances or whatever. Which I'm not. I'm like I'm not trying to like shade anyone, yeah, but it's yeah. like you know I yeah. feel like there's some creators who have gotten like super big, uh, and then you'd watch it and you're like, oh like do like dances all day and it's like but it's like it's easy money like that's how they make their money and that's how they're able to like get their foot into it but then again it's like how I said before that a lot of these uh, creators and influencers they don't have the training like I I um, went to school I don't know I like grew up doing theater and then went to school for it and then um, lived in LA for two years like Doing the grind um, <laughs> and auditioning and stuff, and I'm also like in classes. So I feel like a lot of um, people who are in, you know, that network kind of see someone who creates content, and their first thought is like, oh, like what? They're an influencer. They do makeup and blah blah blah. Um, but there's a lot of creators who it takes a lot of production and writing and time to put together these videos. And I feel like some of my videos, yeah, it takes, you know, it can take a shorter amount, Um, but then there are other videos where it takes me hours to write, like I do these fanfics because I used to to read a lot of fanfics. So I would make those recreations in video format, um, like a satirical fanfic. And writing that, it takes maybe like, I don't know, 15, 30 minutes, like trying to get the idea and then like trying to crunch it down to a minute. And then editing that takes me, it can take me up to, I know it's crazy, but six hours to edit one minute TikTok of a fanfic because it's you're I'm sourcing in clips and then I have to go back and rewrite. It's like, so I feel like a lot of people don't like, I don't know, like it, it It does take a lot of effort and work to um, release content. And again, it's even, it may look easy for a lot of these creators and influencers, like setting up a camera and blah, blah, blah. There's just so much behind the scenes that they don't realize. Yeah. And I think it's also because social media, it's like, you know, everything's filtered. Like people post to make their lives look easy. Um, and people uh, make, you know, like some videos it looks like you like set up camera, blah, blah, blah. But there is, uh, granted, I do think, you know, I'm not being like, my mm, job's hard. Like, you know, like yeah. I, I'm super grateful for it. And I know that I would rather do this than like going back to working out restaurants and um, like uh, the, the food industry. But um, yeah, it still takes a lot of work behind the scenes and editing and I don't have a team and a lot of that's another thing a lot of people think that so many if you're an influencer you have money nope there are so many for so long I did not have money while doing this I'd go I'd work and then go straight home make videos and that would be my whole day just all working until I was able to get you know a really good brand deal and like fully uh, get the ball rolling so it's i mean yeah it's it's work it is is. yeah
1: it is and i i also think that whenever something looks easy that's just a testament to that person's skills right because like even when i do like i do hosting tv broadcasting all Mm -hmm. that stuff and sometimes people are like oh you make it easy i'm like yeah but that's like all the experience and training and stuff like that's good that i'm making it look easy because that's my job like it's supposed to be like that and With your job, too, I think it's very unique because you get to see the value of long form and short form, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Short form content, but then long form in terms of like theatricals and and, and just more extended storytelling. Mm -hmm. And I know everyone always pits short form against long form. There's value in both. Yeah. So from your experience, what is the value in short form storytelling versus long form storytelling? Mm
0: -hmm. I think short form, it's... It can be the fastest way to grow, um, especially with TikTok, shorts, um, Instagram reels. Um, you can post multiple, multiple videos a week and then grow like crazy. Um, and like, you can just quickly get your fan base and build your fan base. Um, and I think, but I think long form is where you really Can make the connection um it also varies like different people make different type of short form videos where you you can get that connection through a short form video but i feel like long form it's like it's nice to sit down and watch something without having to endlessly scroll so you get kind of like a deeper connection and i always feel like through long form you get to know somehow know the person better and it's easier i won't say easier but um it's more guaranteed to make um uh more lasting fans and supporters through long form content because of the i mean long form it does take longer to produce to write to to edit so it's like you viewers have that appreciation for um Creators, actors, whatever, when they see long-form content. Um, I'm also someone who, like, doing my makeup, um, I like to put on YouTube and watch, like, a 30-minute documentary, which is crazy. So many. Do you watch YouTube documentaries?
1: I watch a lot of YouTube vlog form stuff, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: So much work goes (laughs) into that. It's insane. Like, the production quality Mm. off of... And I don't know, it just blows my mind, but it's nice to, like, sit down and watch it. And again, it's like, even if I'm doing my makeup or, you know, housekeeping, it's like, you still have that appreciation for all that work that goes into the long form. So, I mean, but then again, long form, it takes um, longer. Yes. Like, so it, it can take months to fully finish a project. So it they both have their pros and cons. Um, but like yeah I feel like short form easier kind of easier route to get into the industry uh, and then long form is just like you know stabilize your roots yeah
1: the industry. and then and, and having the combination of both in some shape or form mm-hmm. does really help yeah. over time yeah. and I'm curious when <clears throat> I'm curious about like do you Is there a specific acting method that you lean into for short form that maybe a little bit, maybe it's something that you're used to or Uh is it something different or do you have to get like out of your comfort zone acting wise when you're doing the short form content?
0: I think acting wise, I definitely, I exaggerate a lot in short form um, because it's quick. So you have to get their attention really fast. So a lot of my, yeah, like tropes, I build up a lot. Um, and it's like, yeah, because people are just swiping so much, you really, I learned that the more exaggerated a character is, the more likely it will be kind of like pushing the algorithm or people like think it's funny and reshare, um, because long form, it's typically more of like, um, like on a bigger screen. So it's like, you can't do something too big. Um, but yeah. I mean, I don't know, do you want me to say like I use Stanislavski's method or for or something? I mean <laughs> I mean whatever you
1: whatever you want to. Um, like
0: Yeah, I mean just kinda like goofy, funny. I love I don't know, I love absurdism. So I try to incorporate that into a lot of my, my videos.
1: Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. No, I was it was so funny, you were like, wait, do you want me to like break it down? Yeah, it's hilarious. No, okay. oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, so the so the reason why I have real jobs is, like, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be a place that content creators can really talk about their experience and really be real about things. Because yeah. it goes back to what you're saying. There's so much misconceptions about mm-hmm. content creators where it's like, hey, oh, you're a content creator, you're an influencer, and you probably do dancing stuff. Yeah. No, some people, so, are, some people are, like, actors. Some people are broadcasters. Yeah. Some people are just, like, some people just do it for fun.
0: No, exactly. It's like, yeah, I hate when people just lump everyone in. in anything and they're just like you do this so this makes you you like no there's like so many facets of this industry and we're it's we're also still in the industry it might be newer but Mm -hmm. it's still like it's still
1: entertainment it is and and i've also seen people who have like yourself used content creation as a way to get further into the traditional Mm -hmm. area so like for example i've seen people like uh king vader um oh my gosh what's her last name i don't want to i don't want to miss i don't want to mess it up uh anna oh my gosh why am i going blake oh anna akana and then like there's other people who like use social media and like it actually propelled them into like more traditional acting and stuff like that. Yeah, so it is, possible. it is. Yeah. It is. And, and for those who are into acting and, you know, maybe you're considering the content creation mm-hmm. route, but don't know how it like, how it works. Will it work out? All these right, different things. Yeah. Like what advice do you have for the actors that want to utilize content creation to help their careers? Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like you're not losing anything. You're not, no one, it's just like, no one's going to be like, you make content, no, you know, it's like, it, it's going to help you regardless. Um, There's going to be, and of course, it's, it might not be good the first time you start, but that's like every other, you know, form of media. It's like writing, directing. When they start, of course, it's not going to be good, but you're going to practice and get better at it. Um, But it's also like, you never know, you never know who's watching. And I've, I've heard from uh, like directors that they do appreciate actors who know what it's like to write, to direct, to film, because it makes you way more rounded as a person and as, an entertainer and you can go on a set and you'll know how things work um and just like do it i don't know it's fun it like creates your creative juices going i started doing it because i don't always like having my fate in someone's hands um and doing the audition and then playing the waiting game and being like, are they going to call back? Am I going to be pinned for this? And then after being pinned, is this like movie or whatever going to take off? So I I want I like having like a little bit of control in. Um, I'm going to film this and I'm going to post it and people are going to watch it and I'm the star of it and I can hire my best friend and I have a friend who also does sound and lighting and it's just like, it's like a really cool collaborative fun way to be creative on top of like building your resume. Um, Because I mean, that's like where people in this age, like we are truly blessed and grateful to have our iPhones can shoot in four K, so um the resources aren't as limited as they used to be. So I fully like go for it. If you have an idea, start writing. Get a little a group going. Um, it helps when you have creative friends to be collaborative. Um, and just do it. It's there's nothing, nothing to lose.
1: There really isn't. Yeah, there's nothing to lose, and maybe you can create other opportunities that you never expected from exactly, it. Exactly, you know?
0: exactly, yeah.
1: Like, you know, maybe you can have your own production company or maybe, uh, it, you yeah. know, like there's other things. And that's the
0: move. It's, it's, is. Yeah, it is, it is. It's like, especially, I mean, it's like what we're seeing right now, you have your own production company, um, treat everyone fairly, and you are the boss of everything. Um, I feel like that's, there's so many creatives and, um like people who like Issa Rae, I always bring her up. It's she's, she did that through her YouTube channel. Um, Donald Glover is another person who's like, he's just, he's a very creative person. And then he's like made this huge platform in music and acting and writing. So I go for it go for it. Just yes. do it. <laughs> yeah. Go, go for it. I'm, I'm here to support you. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, with you giving me that advice, how do how do comment and feedbacks from your followers, how does that play into the shaping of your content, your content strategy?
0: Oh, uh, comment and feedback. I mean, oh, I don't know. I feel like as long as people are thinking it's funny then i'm like okay i'm doing something right i notice like the more comments the more i mean you know granted i feel like it differs for different people but like the more a video has comments the more i'm like oh okay like something's working here um feedback i feel like yeah i do get sometimes recommendations from uh followers of like you should do this or like please like go back to this fanfic. I get a lot of like Pedro Pascal requests. I know, um, I need to finish the story prop. Like people listening and they're probably like, what is she talking about? Um, I do, I have this kind of mini fanfic of Pedro Pascal, um, but like through video, but those take a long ass time to edit and create. <laughs> so please be very patient. Um, so yeah, I just like, I don't know if I have, like, a straight answer, but I, if, I don't know, yeah, people think it's funny, then I, I, I'm I like, okay, I'm on the yeah. right track, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. it yeah. helps in some shape or form, right? Like, it it's a guiding metric. Sometimes you, you get good feedback, you're like, oh, I didn't think of that or anything yeah, like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And
0: people, like, I mean, I feel like so many of my followers, um, they, like, get my humor. So, like, the comments, someone would say something really funny, and I'm like, damn that's a really good joke and then like i try to like i'm like um, i try to like incorporate like that into my next video and like um like or get inspired by what people say in the comments section because like people are just like uh, people are just so funny um so yeah just like you know I, I
1: don't know if that... Was like no, listen, answer. hey, whatever you want to answer. Yeah. I never, I never, I never want to constrict, like, hey, I want this specific answer. Because that's just, yeah, you know, it's a free flowing yeah, conversation, exactly, you know? exactly. What is your long-term goal?
0: Okay, I always get this question, and I always give this answer. Oh. My goal is to be, I mean, I already named them, Issa Rae, Donald Glover, to be, like, a renaissance woman. Um, I want to write a television series. I already started writing it. So I wanna be able to produce and write a television series on top of um, being in the music industry, being really strong at that, um, and also being behind the scenes of production and honestly, maybe owning my own production company. Um, So yeah, just being, an all around entertainer hmm. um, and trying to be like a top dog at it.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned <laughs> that because that's like kind of what I'm doing too. Yeah, but like, I love that. Uh, yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know. I've always been a person. I was like, I don't like everyone trying to like confine me into one box. Same. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Same, I want to, like, there's so many things same. I want to do. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go do it.
0: Yeah. You know? Dude, it's like, Again, like why not? You know, yeah. and it's also I feel like it's always, it's so much more impressive when I find um like an actor and I discover they also do music or they also own a production company. Like they're just not just an actor. And I feel like um I was like my my old school uh oh, hopefully they don't come after me, but my old school my old school like that I graduated from, um, they had a, an amazing like theater program, but it the thought process was like you have to dedicate your life to being an actor. You have to live, eat, breathe, sleep it. You have to be able to like hop right on that audition and blah 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 to like to get that role and you could be doing this for 10 plus years until you hit that one role and it's like why do i want to just confine myself to this one thing for 10 years and struggle and i can't like like Well, what if I also want to sing, and what what if I want to dedicate five years to that, and then dedicate another three years to being an actor, and then dedicate another two years to podcasting, and then dedicate like ten years to like I don't know raising a family and like being you know like living my life. So that's what I'm I'm always and I've always been like this. Like I just love being so hands on and like trying new things and just like trying to be as creative as possible. And creativity, you don't always have to monetize it too. You can be creative in your home. Um, It's okay if you want to just like find a hobby and then just have that hobby to yourself. That's another thing I like to preach of just, I don't know, like living that soft life. (laughs) You can, like you can do the grind and you can, um, like there's nothing bad with like working hard, but it's also like, there's nothing bad with just like Sitting back and getting the chance to just
1: like be with yourself and mm-hmm. like just enjoy life. Yeah, and sometimes like there's nothing wrong with slowing down for a little bit. Exactly. You know, you don't have to yeah. always be go go go. Sometimes right. slowing down and maybe taking a step back will help you take a few steps forward. Exactly. And that's something exactly. I, I had to learn. I feel like in my twenties I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do this. I got. But now that I'm in my thirties, I'm like, no, I can kind of slow down a little bit here yeah. and there when I need to. And I feel like there's
0: definitely like society wise like i do feel like it's leaning more towards advocating for taking life slower Mm -hmm. and i because i remember in my 20s it was all about be like go 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 work 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 work. this kid got a house at age 22 like that's that stuff so and like now i'm getting i mean i'm 26 right now but i'm starting to really like appreciate kind of just like walking through life and like you Know taking the time to just be, and I'm, I'm finally picking up hobbies for the longest time. What well, hobbies? I, I pole dance. I my
1: friends <laughs> doing that actually. It's, it's a good workout. It's a
0: good workout. Yeah, those girls are strong. They really are. That's what I'm trying to do. Or right, that's I'm just trying to like be like, I don't know, climbing when they climb up that pole. So I, I pole dance. Um, I started painting, oh. I started, um just like going on walks. I just walk for hours and it's like the best way to just clear your mind. Um, And I also have cats and like, though, like they, it's like not, I I don't know if you count that being a hobby, but it's like taking care of another being, like helps you slow down and appreciate, like, I don't know, like the little things and watching them scurry around and even just like cleaning up their messes, it's like, I don't know. It's like, oh, like you're mine. <laughs> like I'm, t- I'm taking care of you. Like watching you grow. And like, like you drive me crazy. And you, are fucking up my couch. But like, you're mine. And like, you're like, yeah, my squishies. So
1: yeah. <laughs> no, I hundred percent understand. I've been, I've been like, uh, I don't know if necessarily like fully hobbies, mm-hmm. but just like, there's things that I want to do in life. Like I want to travel more, so I'm yeah, doing that a little bit yeah. more. Um want to try new things and different things like I have a list of stuff I want to try mm-hmm. and you know I, I 100% agree in terms of like finding the things outside of your work to like fulfill yourself because exactly. you have to fulfill yourself mm-hmm. you, you can't have your career be that thing that fulfills you it never works out exactly. it never works out like that yeah
0: that's I, that's exactly how I used to think I thought if I become an actor I am going to like that's what I want yeah like that I, I made it if I'm like winning Oscars and Emmys and I'm an actor. And then just like the older you get and like the more you're in this industry, you start to feel so empty and alone because you're just constantly chasing. Um, so yeah, and like I'm I now, I feel like, I, I don't, like I, those are also my goals, but it's also, it's like, I don't feel like I'm always on the prowl and the hunts to yeah. like, get there. Um, It's like your work's not tied to that. Exactly, exactly. And it's just like now I feel like my life with like, you know, I have like an amazing, amazing group of friends, like, and my cats and like my family, like my sister um, and her, like now she has a family because like I have a nephew now. So it's like it it keeps you grounded and um, just – full um and also if you're gonna be in this industry that's always changing and you never know what's gonna happen you never know when your next check is coming in um it keeps you from going crazy because you have something to look forward to other than um you know your next your yeah. next booking
1: yeah ah i feel you yeah i i do hosting so like i have other things like keep me afloat mm-hmm. Because right now, everything's kind of shut down, uh, so it'd be like that a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. my last question is, it's just a fun question because uh-huh. I hear that you're into music. Yeah, this I'm maybe a, I'll give you a little bit to think about it. Okay. Take your time. That's what editing's for. Okay. <laughs> what are the top three best songs of all time?
0: Holy shit. Oh, God. Take your time. Of all time? Yeah.
1: And why for each one? Take your time.
0: Okay. Um, okay. First one's a little corny. Bohemian <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. You got everything in one song. So, it classic. Karaoke song, um, classic rock song. So, <laughs> that. Um, Paramore's Misery Business, enough said. (laughs) Um, So good, and it's like, you don't even have to like, you know, punk, (laughs) so you know, you don't have to like the genre to like relate to that song and love that song. So Bohemian Rhapsody, Misery Business, Ah, my last one. Oh my God, I'm trying to like go through my playlists right now.
1: It's okay. That's what editing's for.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I have to edit a big chunk
1: right now. Um, All <laughs> time. What speaks to your heart? Like you close your eyes, what's the first one that comes out?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> um. Um. I'm like torn between these two artists because there is some drama between them at the Grammys. So I wanna say a Harry Styles song and I wanna say Beyonce song.
1: <laughs> so I Well let's. how about we go with how about we go with Beyonce because of okay. the Renaissance tour. Okay, so okay. what song? Went, so what song? I
0: just went to a concert. So I would say um Um Alien Superstar.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why?
0: It's just like, it's like magical, empowering, um, and the message is. Wait, not me about to change my answer, because now I'm trying to go to her Lemonade album. Um, no, let me let me keep it simple. So, Alien Superstar. Um, it is like it's just, it makes you feel good and, you know, owning who you are, you are different, but you are beautiful. Um, I feel like I listen to it and I'm like transforming into my highest self Um, and it is just, it's, yeah, it just makes you feel good. It's just, that's what you are. Wait, I can't. I know I can't like say like the lyrics, but okay. <laughs> and I was so like, like yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, hey, those are yeah. those <laughs> are three good songs. I have to say, really good. And I love how you like diversified it. You got like I have the a old very school. Diverse. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, listen. I was. I. I was. I still am. But I'm I was a big Paramore fan. Love oh Loved uh, them. I listen to music all over a different genre. Same, so same. like that's why I was like, ooh, I love. I love the mixture. I love the mixture. Yeah. Well, Yasmin, we're at the end of Real Gems. I'm so happy you joined us today. Thank For you. everyone who's tuning in, where can they find you on social media?
0: You can find me on Instagram, Yasmin underscore Saheed. You can find me on TikTok, Lady Yasmina One. You can find me on YouTube, Yasmin Saheed, and you can also find me on Spotify, uh, Lady Yasmina. So. you got all the platforms (laughs) once again thank you so
1: much for joining today
0: thank you so much for having me this was amazing yeah i had so much fun it's just so great
1: for me to like especially because look at your content just to learn more about you. Aww, I thought that was really you. cool. Yeah. Very so now nice. when I watch, I'd be like, Oh wow. Okay. So, I feel like it's gonna be a different experience now. since yeah. I was able to chat with you, Aww. but yeah, thank you once again. Thank you. That's yeah, happy. of course. Of course. And thank you to all of the listeners and viewers for tuning in. Let me know. What was your favorite part of today's real gem? She dropped a lot of gems and she also dropped some songs for you to go check out. If you would like to uh, also, be sure to like, subscribe, comment, and follow. All of the above. And we're going to have some really great guests coming up soon enough so you do not want to miss out. Until then, I'll see you all later. My name is Aaron Ashley Simon. Bye. Bye.